Right, Zena joins us today on our takeover from Visiting Angels. Morning, Zena. Morning, Roger. How are you? Good, good, good. So tell me, Visiting Angels, kind of where you're based, first of all? So we as a agency are based in the Fleet area, but Visiting Angels has been in the UK for the last eight odd years and we've got 60 odd branches. Fantastic. So you cover what kind of area when you're based in Fleet then? So we've got Fleet, Farnborough, Aldershot, Camberley, going down as far as Farnham and covering a little bit of Reading and Wokingham. Quite a big area that your branch covers, which is uh, great and fantastic. Where is the nearest one to Fleet then? Woking. Woking. Okay, so there you are, ladies and gentlemen. If you are in Woking, by the way, Zena says hello, don't you? I do. Okay. So somebody else does your role there, do they as well? Exactly the same as us. Okay. So tell me about Xena, first of all. Um, How long have you been working in care then? Oh, Roger, since I was 16. So a good 25 odd years. But I love it. It's the most rewarding job I could ever do. Seeing somebody get that achievement and keeping them at home and looking after them and knowing that you've looked after them is that, you go home with that warm, fuzzy feeling of, yeah, I looked after that person and kept you safe and looked after you. Love it. Yeah, I've only met you for an hour or so and you do come across that, that you kind of could give everyone that warm blanket and that warm hug. Mm. And that's what you probably love so much about your job, isn't it? Yeah, it's about that sense of knowing that you've helped people and cared for them, either from the beginning, from when they're very much younger or right to the very end of their very end of life. So you help people and you build bonds and you build relationships and it's just that kind of sense of I've helped that person. So where did you start, first of all, with care then? What kind of level and stuff? So I started as a, as a care assistant in the local hospital mm-hmm. and then worked my way up and have been in various job roles. I've been a supervisor, I've been a manager, I've been a health and safety advisor, I've been training, but my passion is the manager because you kind of have a bit of everything you oversee the staff you make sure that the staff are looked after and they are trained and that they provide high quality care and then I provide look after my clients and they are looked after and make sure that they get the best out of everything that they can get out of you show everyone you, all your experience that you gained first of all and how you've come through your career to what you are now yep Zena joins us today from Visiting Angels, which is based in Fleet. Well, she works at the you are one in Fleet, don't you? Whereabouts in Fleet are you? We're just down a bit from the high street, just by the local wedding shop. Um, so just on the main Fleet Road. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Can people come in and see you? Of course they can. Excellent. Uh, so tell me about Visiting Angels then. Um, when did you say it started? It's, it's an American company mm-hmm. that's been going about 25 years, but in the UK it's been going for about six. And there's 60 odd different franchises in the UK. And we are proud to be part of that mission and that statement of being the first UK carer-centric provider in the country which means that we look after our carers, so our carers will look after our clients. So as much as we give quality care to our clients, we still look after and believe that our carers should come first. So we go the extra mile for our carers too. So what sort of providing care do you provide there then? Anything from one-hour visits to companionships to helping people with their meals to helping people recuperate after they've been in hospital 
respite care to the very complex end of life care where we're going to need be with them until their end of life, keeping them at home as long as possible. It's always nice to have that friendly face pop around, isn't it, as well? And that's what it's about for us. We have, we provide those consistent carers so that they get to see those regular people and there'll be a small team of people that go in to look after that person and they get to know them and then they get to know what they want, what they need and they can notice any changes and make sure that they're okay and act on those changes if they become ill or they know how they like their cups of tea rather than having a different carer every day and they have to keep going through the same thing or some people might not understand or remember how they want their cups of tea so you it's no point that that's why we like to send in the same carers all the time well it's like for the actual person you're caring for just like a normal friend coming around isn't it yeah and that's how some people see it and we build up those very strong relationships sometimes those relationships can take build up over a period of time and that they're not that you're supposed to have favorites but you have favorites and you build up that really loving relationship and people do see people as their only people coming in and and looking after them and it's a nice feeling to know that I'm looking after that person. So is one of your jobs to recruit people as well? I recruit and I um, do my assessments and I do um, the looking after the staff and then looking after the people after we've taken them on too so I do a bit of everything. So what do you look for in a person when they are applying for a job there then? Somebody that is compassionate, can understand and empathy. If they've never done it before, it's, that's, not, that's okay because we can train them. But if they've got the compassion and they want to look after somebody, that's tend to who I look for rather than somebody that's just come for an everyday job because no two days are the same. They're all very different and it's a very rewarding job and people should be rewarded for that doing that job instead of just saying oh it's just a job i suppose because you have hands-on experience of where you started for instance you know what what you're actually looking for is it a person similar to you would you say i don't know you can tell what type of person you're looking for because you can feel their empathy you can feel their passion and if they're looking to make sure that they're rather than they're more caring and they're more compassionate and you can kind of get that feel as you talk to people if you're just looking for a, an everyday job and they haven't got that compassion and you haven't got a... I can train people the bits of care, but I can't teach you empathy and I can't teach you sympathy and compassion. There you are, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll find out a little bit more if you wanted to uh, get in touch with Visiting Angels in just a few moments when we come back on our takeover. Tell me about some of your success stories. Can you think of one? There's lots, Roger. Um, my... It's For me, it's about keeping people in their own homes. But I think my biggest success was when we had a, a lady that was quite poorly and we did lots of visits with her three to four times a day and she was taken ill. So the hospital initially said we couldn't go in to provide care. This lady declined and lost a lot of weight and become kind of isolated. I managed to get my carers to go in to be able to support this lady through lunch and spend a couple of hours with her. She then became much better she brightened up and she gained weight and then she came home and um, seeing her to come home from three weeks from her being in hospital was a big lift for my team it was a big lift for me because it now meant that we could provide care for her that was consistent she would know who where she was 
and she could continue to living the best she could at home in her comfortable surroundings. So for me, that's probably my one of my biggest success stories. I think it's always nice as well when you hear stories like that when somebody requests to come home but always sometimes the hospital is saying, no, I think you're in a better place here. But then when someone like your team comes in and visits that person to encourage them along a little bit is what what they need sometimes, isn't it? Sometimes in hospitals they're very isolated because you can imagine that the hospitals are very busy. They can't necessarily care for that person and they can't sit with that person just to have a chat. And as much as they want to, they've got lots of other people. So to be able to help people whilst they're in hospital... Um, is part of us as well. So we still want to keep the, that consistency. We want to keep that engagement going so that you can still recognise people and you don't then decline because you're losing weight, because you're not eating and you're getting isolated. It's very lonely in hospital sometimes. So how do you uh, kind of, how does it work with you guys then? Obviously you're saying that, you know, you will give as much time as possible to a client. How do, how do you allocate that time to a particular person that's working for you? So we look at their needs and whatever their needs are, we look at saying, well, actually, this, this, this task, what does that person want? And we focus it about what their needs are. So our minimums are one hour because you need to be able to do things and let people to keep their independence and do things for themselves. Um, but you can't just pop in in 15 minutes and just give, because that's just not, you can't do anything. So... We, we assess their needs, we see what they can do, we try to keep their independence as much as possible. We don't just go in and wash them for them, we will wash with them. So they might wash their faces and we just might wash their backs. So it depends on what their needs are. So it could be an hour, it could be two hours to go shopping, or it could be all day. Um, I aim to keep as many people at home as much as possible. If they need 24-hour care, then I would look at 24-hour packages. There you are, ladies and That's how it works for visiting angels. Obviously, Zena, you are kind of looking for more people to be involved with visiting angels. I am indeed. I'm always on the lookout, Roger, for caring, compassionate, dedicated people that can join my team of angels and take, provide that happy moment for our clients to make it more meaningful for them. I know we've already asked you this. Give us a little reminder of what sort of people that you look for then. Passionate, compassionate, dedicated, friendly, wanting to do new things, wanting to help people. But I, it's, it's those type of people rather than people that, without being rude, just want a job. They just need to have with that compassion you can work with people and I can train you to look after people but it's, it's that compassion that really shows through that you really like. So what sort of training do they go through then? Can you explain a little bit to us? They start off with a three-day induction which kind of covers everything from basic life support to touching on dementia, touching on all the things that you need to be as a carer. We look at um, person-centred care and then later on, we look, might look at other trainings that are specific to your role um, and provide you with the needs to, to do your job properly. Fantastic. So, obviously, you're looking for people. Now, the all-important all thing is, how do we get in touch with you, first of all? So, they could give us a call on 01252 961 902. Or they could contact me at northhampshire at visiting-angels.co.uk. 
or my website which is www.visiting-angels.co.uk forward slash North Hampshire. There you are, ladies and gentlemen. Get in touch with Zena and the team there, and she'll be gladly uh, welcoming you in with open arms. I'd love to speak to you. There you are. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you, Roger.